to a mobile version of the Talking Shop podcast. Coming to you live from I-85. I am Josh from Grand Slam Cards. Riding shotgun, figuratively, is uh, Michael from Medium Rare Cards over on the Instagram. And then we got It's Cobb up here somewhere. There he is. Moderate the show for us. Hanging out with us. Uh, Don't give me any... uh, hate comments because I don't wear a seatbelt. That's my own business, not yours. And we're going to have a good, successful on-the-road podcast. We'll tell you where I'm headed in a minute. And hopefully we don't get... And you're going to hear my directions every now and again. (laughs) Hopefully you won't catch me getting pulled over or dying in a fiery car accident. Michael, how are we doing? I'm I'm not hoping for either one of those, but it Uh, would probably help viewership. But anyway, it would go viral. It would. It would. Let me do a quick rundown before we get into this, and then I'm going to hand things over to Jacob. It's Cobb. Um, first, we're going to do the opening rip. We're going to talk a little bit about Valentine's Day, in case you guys didn't know. That's tomorrow. And if you're catching this live, you could always pause it. And go out and get a gift. I know that uh, one of us had to do that already today. Um, then we're going to talk to Josh about what's uh, new in the shop this week. we got a big baseball release. Uh, we're going to talk uh, about the Super Bowl, PSA, and Leaf with a cool collaboration. Uh, cards from the Vault. Uh, that's going to be a little tricky. Usually Josh is showing those on screen at the... Uh, at the shop but he's on the road today and then look at look at josh even on the road he comes up with a crazy stat but first the opening rip it's all yours jacob what do you got for us here we go all right so like you said valentine's day is tomorrow so i want i want to know what you guys think are some good gift ideas for the collectors out there Hmm. uh gift number one the top series one 2024 on every woman's Valentine's list. <laughs> Maybe not. If you're going to buy something tomorrow, you better make sure you buy your Valentine something also. Gift uh, number two, a Grand Slam gift card. <laughs> wow, we've just gone full promo. Let me jump in here, guys. So, ladies or gentlemen, if gentlemen have a, a girl in the hobby, um, I think first, number one, if if you have zero idea, please, I'm telling you here, please go gift card. If you have zero idea what your guy or your gal collects and you're going to spend money, get them a, a gift card because hopefully they're not enough of a jerk to um, when you give them something that they don't collect, they're going to just look at you like, with a dumb look on their face. And hopefully they won't do that, but they they will not uh, enjoy it as much as being able to go something uh, get something from a shop like Grand Slam that they actually collect and they they, they would really enjoy. So um, you know, ask some ask some questions. Uh, who they who they their favorite player, their favorite character, their favorite product. Uh, and if all else fails, if you don't want to go gift card. Um, Every collector in the universe needs supplies to keep their collect collection sort of oh, in that's good a shape. boring one. Come on, Mike. Hey, 
Hey, man, I'm all about utility. I'm all about functional gifts. It's boring, but my gifts get used and they last. You know, a, a hobby box of Topps baseball cards is a good, perfect gift in the way. In the, and hear me out here. It's a good price point for a hobby box. It's got a lot of packs. The ceiling can still be high, even though it's a lower-priced hobby box. Um, but let's also be realistic. What percentage of the wives out there are collectors along with their husbands? It's a pretty small percentage, right? And then some of our viewers and collectors are female. Uh, so they can, of course, get their husbands something from the shop. But my wife is, is neither. You know what she did for the first Valentine's Day ever? She gave me a direct link to an item on Amazon. Like, that makes it really easy. I've never had oh, it yeah. before. That's, that's nice. That's nice. Well, well, another scenario, if we're talking about gifts and, and being, and we've talked about being a great gift giver. We talked about that around our Christmas uh, episode. But you, you also... Um, ladies or gents that want to buy somebody for some something for your somebody, uh, you want to avoid the situation of the lady that came in the shop that bought that um, that Mickey Mantle that was um, Reprint. sort yeah. of represented as a vintage card and it wasn't. So um, you know, go to if you're gonna go and buy something for someone you love who loves the hobby. Uh, talk to a card shop owner that you trust. Uh, certainly Josh is one of them. There are others out there you can trust as well. But, you know, if you're going to spend some money, make sure you're spending it the right way in the hobby. That's, and that's all I got to say about that. All right. Well, to piggyback off that, why don't we talk about some of your uh, embarrassing date stories? <laughs> well, I never, I, I, if, if you ask my wife, I never had a girlfriend before her. So I don't have any. Thing. All right, tell us about your boyfriends. <laughs> oh, oh, so wow, my wife will never <laughs> let me live down the fact, and I don't remember this, she swears by it. When we were one of our first Valentine's Day dates, I would I drove over to her house, and apparently, I stopped at a gas station and got her one of those chocolate roses that's like you know, probably five dollars. and maybe a card and i've never lived it down 20 years later so don't buy your significant other a valentine's day gift from the gas station uh michael can answer his while i think of an embarrassing date yeah so i was um i'd gone off to college and i came back and so i was like a, i was like at that point because i'd gone off to college and come back then i was less of a dork right than I was in high school. That's what I thought. And finally got this girl to go out on a lunch date with me. And I swear this is a true story. And we're at Applebee's because we're fancy. We're fancy like that, right? And neighborhood. Yes, absolutely. And I got the the turkey roll-up, right? Remember the turkey roll-up from Applebee's? Love that. Love it. And so uh, I uh, the order comes out. I grab the ketchup bottle. Well, I don't want to, like pound the bottom of the ketchup bottle i want to be cool so i grab the bottom of the ketchup bottle and sort of do this with it like from the bottom and like sling it to get the ketchup she's not oh. looking she's not looking at my she's looking across the way to this eight or nine year old kid 
who's now covered <laughs> in ketchup. There's ketchup on him. There's ketchup on the ceiling. There's ketchup on the floor. His mom looks over, sees him. He's covered in red stuff, starts screaming. I go over there with the one napkin that Applebee's gives you, and I'm like, like dabbing ketchup all over this kid. A disaster. And I look over at this girl and straight face. No smile. She's she's mortified. <laughs> mortified. I thought that she would be laughing. Trying to bail me out, but no second date there. I uh, No second date. I don't have an embarrassing story like that. I do remember there was one Valentine's Day when I lived in Missouri. The girl I was seeing, uh, we went to we went out to eat to Taco John's and that's like your, uh, there's no Taco John's out this way, but uh, that would be like taking her to Taco Bell and it was Valentine's evening and they actually had the lights dimmed and they had candles on each table. And so we sat there at uh, Taco John's and ate tacos. Uh, yeah, that was, that was all I could afford at the time. Let's just put it that way. That's not embarrassing. Being broke not embarrassing. isn't embarrassing. It's, uh, it's embarrassing now looking back at it, but uh, we were both fine with it that night, I guess. Absolutely. That's all we got for that, Jacob. <laughs> I'm glad. All right, so <laughs> we got another question for you. What was the most memorable hobby-related Valentine's Day gift that you have received or have been – wait, that you've given or received? My wife doesn't buy this stuff, and she doesn't collect it, so I have silks for that. I've instructed and asked my wife, do not buy me stuff, golf stuff, and do not buy me hobby stuff unless I am around and can give explicit directions. It's tough to hit anything in a hobby box sometimes, and then when it's the wrong hobby box, then it's a miserable experience for everybody. So. Yeah, I mean, imagine, imagine your wife... Imagine you buying your wife or girlfriend a an outfit or an article of clothing. I wouldn't dare try. No. Not not in a million years. Not wrong in a size, million. wrong style, wrong brand. Never. <laughs> Good lord. I'm well, how about you, Jacob? Um. Well, I I kind of hit the jackpot here. Uh, Abby actually keeps a year long spreadsheet. Of hold on, Er, I wish we had the record scratch. What she keeps the spreadsheet for me and other family members, so she knows what to get us in time for our birthday and Christmas. But she works overtime with me because you guys know I collect way more than just cards, and so she doesn't give me cards, she gets me like figures and collectibles and stuff like you see behind me. So whenever I get something, she pays attention to what I get and then marks it off her list. So whenever it's time. She knows what to get me, which is kind of insane. Wow. Yeah, that's way too much work. <laughs> that is. So she's either one of the greatest girlfriends in the history of the universe or crazy. A little bit of a both. serial killer. An absolute uh, I, serial I, killer. Both, honestly. I can see it. <laughs> we'll, be watching a, we'll be watching a documentary about you on A&E one day. No kidding. The card killer. I got a story for after the show, and I'll just tell you that. <laughs> All right, so uh, Josh, what is new in the shop? Oh, well, as we've alluded to, this week on about one product. That's only because the other big product that was supposed to come out tomorrow uh, got pushed a week. So Prism Basketball 
scheduled to come out tomorrow, along with Tops 2024 Series 1. Uh, basketball's been pushed. So we're just going to focus. This week is all about 2024 Tops Series 1. Hobbies and Jumbos, they'll be in the shop tomorrow when we open. And I know we're going to be busy selling it. I've got a lot of people telling me they want to get some, so... Well, hopefully we can work it out to where I know you're on the road now. Hopefully we can connect later this evening and I can grab one of those jumbo boxes for you and do a little pre-release. Well, you know video. where to find him. He's on 85 right now. I know. We'll just chase him down. <laughs> chase him down. What's the other guy so so um, have you guys seen some of the holiday parallels coming out of this? I, I, I am familiar with Independence Day. And Mother's Day, but have you seen these other? There, I think you just passed them. These holiday. I have. Parallels. I've actually scrolled through there, but I didn't. I was just quickly looking for some stuff. <laughs> I didn't pay a lot of attention. That is so, uh, Jacob. Go go through these, and then Josh. I want to get your take on which one of these, if any of them, you would be thrilled to, to hit because some of these odds are pretty long. Okay, so it's saying here that uh, like. Uh, 2023 tops update value blaster boxes come with three holiday themed parallels this time easter and spring are the inspiration combining to land three per blaster these parallels include eggs full holiday and then eggs <laughs> one out of 21 packs rabbits one out of 56 flowers are numbered to 50 umbrella numbered to 10 watering can five and roses are a one of one Woo. they should make that a rose gold vinyl now that I the room, that's that the only rose I want for Valentine's Day. Yeah, no <laughs> kidding. Josh, what do you think about these holiday parallels? And I wish they had a sample of them, but they don't. And have am I, am, am I just drop it in the comments if you guys are just catching this on the replay if you're, if you're live with us. Has this always been a thing or is this something for this year? Uh no, I think it's just I think it's just it's new. They've always done the you know, the Christmas holiday stuff with the candy canes and the scarves mm -hmm. and stuff. But, uh, yeah, I like this. You got to think they they need – some people think it's parallel overload, but the amount of this product, base product they have to print to keep up with the demand, you have to have some of these – all these chasers in there. There's just too many people buying this product to not have things to chase. Yeah. Um, so – it's a necessary evil. I like it. I do too. Uh, like I said, I'm a little surprised at the whole holiday thing. And am I reading this right? These, these, there's like special holiday blasters that these come out of. Yeah, I, I am a little disappointed that for the Easter parallels, there's nothing God related. Come on, but <laughs> blasphemous. Be nice you had some crosses in there somewhere, but oh, yeah. that'd be cool. You guys have been talking about the holiday things the whole time. I am locked in on this Julio Rodriguez card where he's holding a trident, and I just look behind me and I have <laughs> <laughs> now, keep in mind I'm six six. I am currently standing up at my desk, and this is how tall this thing is, made out of metal. Nice. That's the card I'm hooked on. I want that one. Yeah, so that one there, that's the gold mirror variation, I believe, of that card that we're looking at. And apparently, uh, the whole back is gold. It's like solid gold on the back. I, to me, number one, those are going to be tough to come by. Number two, 
tens with that black border on the top and then a solid gold background. Holy cow. This yeah, this sort of reminds me of that 1986 tops um uh design where it had that black border on the top and then the name of the team. So yeah. Pretty cool. I was gonna say uh Jacobs isn't to try to his is a pitchfork. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> It's a cool blueprint insert. Mm-hmm. Are these like? Have these been in there? I've never seen the blueprint ones. It, they, these are That's those cool. are cool. That's really cool. Yeah, every now and again you'll hear a customer say or someone in the hobby will say they make too many of these parallels. It's just you can't keep up with it. I mean, that, that's just the way that this this hobby is going. These parts are going that way, and I think it's it's got to. There's just not enough. There's not enough to go around for everyone. You got to think of the, the amount of new collectors that are in the hobby right now. I mean, it's almost daily someone comes into the shop with the story of, hey, I'm just getting back into cards, you know, and I, I have to give the kind of history of the last 10 years of cards in a two minute, five minute uh, promo. But uh, it's kind of funny, you know, what chased a lot of people off in the 90s, myself included was all the subsets and parallels and variations. We were so used to there being one 600-card set, and that was it. And it was almost like overload with all these brands and all these, and it's just grown. But that's what chased a lot of people off. I remember a lot of people saying, yeah, I used to enjoy collecting, or I used to, I used to be into card collecting, but too many too many brands, too many sets, too many this, too many parallels, too many subsets. You couldn't keep track of it in the Beckett magazine. It's hard to look up stuff. And you couldn't find it. And that's what chased a lot of people off. Well, that very thing is what the hobby's thriving on now. Uh, and really, with the internet, the amount of access we have to this product, uh, I used to say, like, to drive to a hobby shop when I was 12 years old, it was an hour to Omaha, Nebraska, to the nearest card shop. And so you got to do that maybe a couple times a year if you were lucky yeah. to be back then. You just didn't drive an hour like we do now. Heck, I'm driving two hours right now to a card shop. Uh, that's one way. So, yeah, I just think it's funny how some the things that chased a lot of people off in the 90s is what is the card industry is thriving on now. Well, you said that you are not uh, the uh, flawless basketball got pushed back, right? Or you're not getting it? Prison basketball pushed back till next Wednesday. Oh, okay. Twenty first. Well, the next thing we have here is flawless basketball, which is coming out. What's coming the out release? Uh, Michael, what's the release date on that one? That coming that, Friday. That's Friday. Normally, yeah, I nice, have stuff pulled up in front of me. So yeah. A nice, a nice cheap product, flawless. Yeah, get your get your credit card out for that. One. Get your it credit is... card out. Sell a kidney. Um, I, I do have mortgage the house. It's not a new release, but I have arriving uh, tomorrow if all goes well. Uh, more absolute football. So we had Ooh, sold out completely. But I've got blasters, megas, and hobby boxes of absolute football coming back in tomorrow. So if you're a fan of that product, that'll have all three price ranges that people can dabble in. And that'll be, uh, it's not new in the shop, but it's uh, hitting the shelves tomorrow if all goes well. Well, I was looking at this on our new in the shop list, and I just, I opened it up, and I see that $14,000 price tag. (laughs) 
Like I said, get your credit card out for that. You can go get yeah. yourself a decent vehicle for that price. That is, yeah, this is it. This is yeah, crazy. But can, but can you put that vehicle on a card stand and put it on your shelf? No. no. You put a hot wheel up there with it of the vehicle. Holy mackerel! I mean, Josh, has anybody part. has anybody opened this in the shop? Have you ever yeah. seen it opened in the shop? Oh yeah, football's even more expensive. I've seen that opened in the shop. Is this a new card? This uh, this final is one of one with the multiple diamonds. No. Oh, okay. No. The diamond stuff that flawless is what has those diamond cards. You'll see yeah. all the time. Well, I knew those had the diamonds. I hadn't seen one that was just like full of diamonds like this one. It's full I wish of something. I could remember. Uh, twenty twenty football flawless was. Ah oh, man, I wish I I don't want to misquote this. I think it was like twenty thousand dollars a box. And we sold like two cases of it, which is like two boxes a case. It was that's just insane. That's, that's if it wasn't twenty thousand, it was ten thousand, and it was twenty for the case. But regardless, Ew. I think <laughs> in twenty twenty, I think it was closer to twenty thousand. Believe it or not. Well, uh, it's it is something. You got, it is. You, you got to have top money to buy that stuff. Yeah. Let's see what the logo. Oh, they don't have the full list up there. No. And if and and if you know, this is this is that would be twenty twenty two twenty three basketball. I think it's the last product for yeah. that year. So that would be the the Cade yeah. the Cade Cunningham. Um, yeah, I'm trying to find customers. See, asking for twenty three twenty four basketball cards. I keep in mind there's only been like three products that have released. Yeah, two, maybe three, only two in pro uniforms until Prism comes out. That's got pushed another week. They still haven't released all the 22, 23 products. So that's Crazy. the sports card release world that we live in. Mm. What do we have? All right. Well, up next, we have Hobby News. All right. So let's see what we got here. We got the Chiefs Super Bowl victory. And let's, uh, let's take a look at Mahomes' achievements compared to Tom Brady's legacy. Well, let's, let's back up just a little bit here. I saw this story flash on my feed, and I just went right by it. And the headline, I wish I had it, but I scrolled by it so quickly that, and, and Josh, uh, this will probably make you throw up in your mouth, but it says, is it time to start talking about how Mahomes is better than Tom Brady? exactly okay. exactly but Here's what is the, the discuss what is the discussion around pat mahomes now he's 28 three super bowls i was so not I, a big i wasn't i wasn't the type of fan you were right josh but I, I don't think there was talk about tom brady being the great one of the greatest quarterbacks ever when he won his third or was there um no you started putting him in that that I remember I worked at AT&T and it was always the Joe Montana, Tom Brady. And so Joe Montana was probably getting that uh, Tom Brady starting to start to threaten your legacy. Is he going to pass Montana? Uh, yeah, this is, I mean, let's use common sense. Common sense should tell you that Mahomes has the potential to eclipse Brady but it's probably not going to happen. Uh, he's got such a long ways to go, and so many things have to go right. Brady played a long time. I mean, at some point, 
there's going to be a stretch for Mahomes. You know, there's going to be injuries. There's going to be uh, other issues to his star players with injury. Um, there's going to be a stretch of four or five years, maybe six or seven years, where he just wins one, which is still great. I mean, yeah. most people would love to do that. Uh, I, I just – this to already start crowning him that is just absurd to me. But is he on his way to threatening? Absolutely. He's won three in a young career. But to think that he's going to maintain this pace, I think I saw a stat that said, Mahomes, if Mahomes plays as long as Brady, here's what his stats will be. Well, the first part of it's just laughable. He's not going to play as long as Brady. That just doesn't yeah. happen. And so that's obstacle number one. He's just not going to play it long enough. Uh, obstacle number two is he's, he, like Brady, is not going to win at the rate that he's won for an entire right. career. There's ups and downs. So there's a reason why I, I have all those Mahomes cards. It's not because I PC him. It's because I recognize this is going to be a guy at the end of his career that's going to have one heck of a career. And you could also do this. If Mahomes does, it's the Jordan LeBron. LeBron's going to end up with so many more records statistics than Jordan, but Jordan will be crowned the greatest. And, won't, and that's not going to change in most people's eyes. So Mahomes could end up eclipsing Brady in all these statistical categories, but if he doesn't eclipse him in rings, it solves that. And even if he does, you know, Brady could still maintain being the GOAT because of the era he played in. But the same arguments they have with Jordan. And then yeah. let's hear your opinion on it. Uh, we underestimated my my gas tank, so y'all are going to banter for a moment while I put some gas in this thing. <laughs> and I got to say, I'm lucky. I looked down when my car dinged at me that I had a mile to go and I was on the interstate. So there was a gas station right here. So oh, I was wondering right why back. that guy was... I was wondering why he was pulling over. Well... You know, for me, I think the whole Mahomes being on his way to being the greatest ever, I think some of that is the eyeball test. That if you look back at Brady's highlight reel, you're not going to find the athletic plays that Mahomes is famous for. You're not going to find the plays that he's extending. Like the end of that game, it was almost like the Chiefs were like, we're not going to run Mahomes at all unless it's tight at the end of the game, and then all of a sudden he becomes an extra running back. Tom Brady was never known for that. I can't remember him doing that, extending plays like that. He was maybe shifty, but not athletic like Mahomes. And so I think that's why there's that tendency to maybe crown him as somebody that will eclipse Brady is because we live in a highlight society. We live in a social media society and those clips are burned into people's, into people's brains. The, the sidearm pros, the no look pros, the things that are, are real worthy um, on social media. So when it's all done, um, you know, I don't know if he'll ever eclipse Brady, but as far as collectability, I think he may have a shot. I think if he if he does the right things, if he stays clean, he is like he is part of the Kansas City uh, culture now. That town, he owns part of the Royals. His wife owns 
a soccer, the professional women's soccer team in that city. Um, so he may end up being beloved. You got you got to you got to be careful too because if there was a play in the Super Bowl in overtime there, um, fourth and one, Mahomes scrambled and got it, but if he's sacked or there's a fumble at the snap or he gets stuffed at the line, Purdy has a ring, Mahomes has two, and has lost two, and all of a sudden, I mean, you're that razor thin, razor thin margin of him being it's a totally different discussion and and that's gonna happen there's gonna be five years down the road Mahomes is gonna be in a Super Bowl and a helmet catch or a Welker drop or uh you know the Marshawn Lynch there's gonna be these little things that are gonna keep him out of a ring or two and it kept Brady out of three rings you know the Philly special they're just they're so it is so hard to do what Brady did, and I'm not saying that because I'm a Brady homer, the stars have to align so much for even Brady to have the success that he had. Yeah. Um, all it takes is one fumbled snap in overtime, and that game is over, you know? Yeah, and true. You, you remember when the Chiefs player lined up off sides and Brady threw an interception? Game was yeah. over, but the player lined up off sides. He doesn't line off off sides. Brady doesn't have a ring and all of a sudden the whole narrative changes. So I just think we're underestimating the fact that down the road, there's going to be a few seasons where Mahomes gets injured or something happens. And uh, it's, there's going to be a little stretch where he doesn't, you know, that Burrow or Hertz or Lamar or some of these guys are going to steal a ring here and there. They're not going to, Mahomes isn't going to win their, the Super Bowl every year for the next decade. So there's going to be other players that get theirs just like during Brady's era. There were stretches where other players got theirs. So I don't know. Crown of the goat. You also got to compare. You said maybe hobby wise, maybe value wise, because it's all about what have you done for me lately. But there's a lot less Brady rookies out there than there are Mahomes rookies. So keep that in mind as well. Yeah. Mahomes, it, it's lucky for the hobby that Mahomes was pre-COVID. And so there's not nearly as many Mahomes rookie cards. It's a great point. As there are Trevor Lawrence rookie cards, um, and that's going to make a huge difference as well. Yeah. I mean, Mosaic wasn't even a brand. It was like in Chronicles, right? I think, and back in Mahomes's year, there was no Chronicles. So oh, wow. all of these, all of those brands didn't exist when Mahomes was a rookie, and that wasn't that long ago. So. Uh, He's won at those pre-2020 rookies, even some of those 2020 rookies, uh, but definitely the pre-2020, Josh Allen's, Mahomes, there's a lot less of their rookie cards than there are some of these guys now. So just another factor. And uh, can you believe that that gas is still pumping? It's at $83. (laughs) Jacob, what else you got for us? All right. Well, up next, uh, do you want to talk about the actual comparisons between the two? No, I think I no. think we could get lost in those. I just put those in there just for reference, but uh, it's just yeah. going to be me refuting all of them. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, since you guys kind of rambled, I will say this: it was like Brady was perfect at one thing, and that was passing. As long as he was in the pocket and he was throwing a pass, there was a good chance it was getting caught. Mahomes is very good at passing and running. So that brings me to the point that. When Mahomes starts to lose that mobility, this is another point I read today, he becomes less dangerous and less useful 
because he doesn't have his legs to rely on. Brady only had his awareness and his knowledge of the game and the defenses and the head knowledge plus the arm. Uh, Mahomes has all the physical talent, but that physical side, that running side is going to fade. And he could get better as a passer, and but he has to. So If he can tone up, I mean, his passing is very good, but if he can tune it a little bit, then I think – I mean, you know how people are. You got to give him credit for, all right, he's not running as much. He's a little older. I mean, still young, but you know what I mean. Say he's like 33. If he's not relying on running, then you got to give him credit for adapting his play style to go with what is needed at the time. But the next thing we're going to talk about is PSA's new blue label. What do you guys think about it? So I would like to hear Michael's opinion on this because uh, I knew they did this. I haven't done enough research, though to be knowledgeable enough to educate anyone on it. And I bet Michael has it just as a side note before Michael answers, I'm 44. That was the most I've ever spent at one time at a gas station. That's not an exaggeration. (laughs) It cost me $102 to fill this truck up right then. I've never paid over a hundred dollars at a gas. I have. Holy cow. All right. Michael PSA slab. What say ye? Okay. So I'm not going to pretend like, I'm a expert in this. And in fact, when I saw the story, um, I had to sort of do a double take because I had no idea that this was a thing. So apparently you can send something that's been signed to PSA, right? And they can authenticate the autograph, but not authenticate what it's, what has been signed. Like you can take, a that Mickey Mantle card, and if Mickey Mantle was still alive and he signed it, they would come back and would say authentic DNA, and the only thing that they authenticated was the signature, not the card. And so I think now to de- make a delineation between the two, because I don't know if it's done on purpose or on the sly, but people are putting these cards out there that the autograph is authentic, but the card isn't, and uh, it sort of makes values a little wonky. So now, for now on, if it's just the auto being authenticated and not the card in the slab, then it's a blue label. So this makes perfect sense, because if you printed up your own reprint of a 52 mantle and sent it and had Mickey legitly sign it, if he was still alive... Uh, they would slab it up as an authentic auto and you could potentially fool a lot of people because hey, this mantle's in a PSA slab. So that's really smart on their part to differentiate the two. Uh, So I like it. Do you think there will be any backlash from this like there was with uh, CSG and CGC changing their labels to one uniformed label and everybody complaining about having to send it in and get it re-slabbed and it was like, what was it like four dollars per slab or something like that? I don't know where I'm getting that number from, but do you think yeah, there could be any back to get them rehold to get them reholdered right. to the updated uh, uh, the updated label? I I don't know if there's going to be backlash. Uh, and to be honest with you, this was a blind spot for me because I just I don't collect in person autograph stuff. So, but that there's been a a bit of a renaissance for that of cards that are being signed in person or things being signed in person. So this makes sense. Um, It'll be interesting to see Jacob, you bring up a great point. If they're going to get a bunch of 
people wanting the new label or if people stick with the old red label because they know that some people will pull the trigger on an overpriced card. I think in a couple of years, people that haven't went and had it reholdered, I think you might be able to tell a lot of probably about that person. If they're yeah. still trying to possibly try and fool somebody that's not as in the know as your typical yeah. buyer at a show. Yeah. It, you want to know what, what drives me nuts because I've been looking on eBay lately for Brady Kabooms is that there are so many of these custom Kaboom cards that it's, it almost makes me mad because I have to like really look closely to make sure this is not a custom Kaboom card or there's even these uh, promo Kaboom cards, which are not custom, but they're not rare like your typical Kaboom card. And so... That drives me nuts. I wish they. I wish there was a more of a. There was more of a crackdown on some of these custom cards. Like a, a, a person shouldn't be able to use Tom Brady or Patrick Mahomes' likeness in making a card. And, and I don't know the politics there, but I guarantee you, there's new people to this hobby that hear about how desirable these Kaboom cards are, and they jump on there and they spend $120 on a fake, a custom. I should say custom. Brady Kaboom card right. that has no real resale value. Yeah, I this ha- this almost happened to me. I was um, scrolling through one of the, I think it's a '90s insert. It's the Dunk, it's the Dunkin Donuts or Dunkin yep. Donut with something. It's the 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 we've talked Dunkin about. Dunkin I, I love that insert. Yeah, love that insert. and so uh, there's a few floating around uh, eBay that say promo like promotional right. and they're great they they're great looking but they're not the ones that are sought after and collectible and i almost pulled the trigger on it um and you know saw the word promo then started looking it up and then you'll see on forums that that's it's not the one that you want yeah. so interesting I, like having to, I don't like having to use that part of my brain when i'm shopping for a kaboom <laughs> Like, I just want to know if it's a Tom yeah. Brady Kaboom card on eBay. I don't have to sit there and now do the homework on whether this is a, a custom, a promo, or a legit Panini Kaboom. I right. just don't like that. I need yeah. to do something about it. Well, I think that two things. I know, I know a guy that does, like, custom WWE stuff because we're never going to get, like, the, the big, big brands for that property. But he'll take, like – d and f tier level talent and make customs on it and then they have a complete back and it has like his name and all that stuff so he tried he makes sure that it's uh known but like you said about uh being fooled and everything that ties into our uh, valentine's question at the beginning where just basically buy from people you trust absolutely sure but i don't know anyone that's got a certain brand that i'm looking for that's the problem that's where ebay is such a treasure is if I, I can't get to a, you can even go to a big card show, look at every table, and not find that one. There's one specific kaboom that I'm looking for, and uh, you know, my my only recourse is to go to eBay. So was the hobby this bad before the big COVID kaboom or boom? <laughs> not at all. A there was uh, there wasn't ten card shops in Charlotte for one until until it became profitable. Um, so yeah, everybody and their dog decided to open a card shop and a break channel. And then, and then all the custom, all the custom stuff. 
because it's the same reason you've got, you know, Michael himself, who's knowledgeable with cards, was almost fooled. You know, I've almost been fooled buying these cards, these custom cards. There's not almost not a day that goes by that kids come into the shop with Pokemon cards to sell. And there are fakes of those like there's there's no tomorrow. And we have yeah. to break the bad news to them and the parents that these ones aren't real. These ones are real. I can't buy these. They're basically worthless uh, except for collecting. And there's no resale value. So, yeah, that's definitely a a product of a huge hobby boom. Because why, right. why would you uh, why would you counterfeit something that's not Worthless. desirable to buy? You know what I mean. So, right. All right. Well, the next talking point we have is the fact that the Savannah Bananas are now in collaboration with Leaf Trading Cards, and I want to add on to that. I think John Cena made his debut with them over the weekend. So Leaf has the license for John Cena autographs. Do we get a John Cena Savannah banana card? Oh, is the Pope Catholic? (laughs) First of all, if you guys have not had the chance to see the highlights of the Savannah bananas, it's it's something to behold (laughs) and good for them because, you know, uh, traditionally getting – Filling seats for a minor league uh, team has been has always been difficult. But I remember when they were the Savannah Sand Nats when I lived down there, they never had a problem filling seats. That town is crazy about baseball, and the fact that they have uh, created a product, and, and I believe their games are sold out. And their seats every aren't game. cheap. They're not yes. cheap at all. They're sold out every game, and for leaf to strike up this collaboration is genius. I, I did not know that uh, John Cena um, made his debut with them. I did see, I did see highlights of Johnny Damon uh, playing a game with them um, there. It's highly entertaining. If you haven't had a chance, check them out. Uh, and according, if can you bring up the, the image of the, uh, of the card, um, I can bring up that image. image here. I think I threw it in the show notes. It's there's, uh, it's there's John Cena as part of the team. Oh my gosh! I saw a picture there, of him. There, there the one are. coming up out of the dugout. But yeah, oh yeah, those look good. Those are they great do. looking. I mean, we always talk all the great. time about how well their designs yeah. are for Leaf. Yeah. So this is this is what they they propose that they're going to look like. Uh, if if this has any sort of a foothold, look out. Um, because there are going to be other niche things. I mean, th- this is sports entertainment, right? Um, no, um, but you're gonna you're gonna see this for other sort of fringe sports entertainment teams that have a following because absolutely, um, it's such a good idea. So uh, I'm gonna buy a box of this stuff when it comes out. Absolutely, and I don't know if this is going to be a team set. Or if this is going to be sort of like, uh, like or a vibrance, like they're going to be in vibrance or they're going to be in valiant or whatever, like they're baseball sets. So I, I don't know. So I think if they be... went all the way with releasing a pickleball and bowling hobby box, you're probably going to get a hobby box of these. Good chance. Yeah. Because I'm, I feel like there's more fans of these guys than bowling. Well, and they and, and they, they can control the print run a little a little safer for a business That's a great too. Point. Like, yep. they don't need to print as many of those as they do uh, Valiant football. So right. 
All right, let's see. Fantastic. Well, I think uh, I'm looking at the clock here. We're knocking on 50 minutes now. Uh, Josh is probably getting close to where he's going. Uh, Let's go ahead and go to cards from the vault or hits from the shop. So this is going to be in conjunction with the Super Bowl. I remember I'm not a chief, however, but these are two cards I squirreled away. I actually had both of these cards graded myself. Uh, Jacob pulled up there and in honor of the yeah. Super Bowl champions, even Yikes. though I don't like a couple, couple, couple downtowns of Kelsey and uh, Mahomes. So, uh, yeah, those were both raw when did, I got them. Did you happen to price these out, Josh? Were you curious? The Mahomes card, I haven't looked in a while. Uh, I think it was like a thousand bucks, and uh, Kelsey was like three or four hundred. Uh, but yeah, I haven't looked post Super Bowl. The only thing I looked at post Super Bowl was his optic rated rookie and uh, his prism rookies because I, I own a few of those. So I double checked to see if those fluctuated much. They didn't do any any crazy spike, but they're definitely up from where they were a little while ago. So, yeah, these are really. And if you guys are listening and not watching, um, on the screen we've got the 2021 Donruss uh, Mahomes downtown PSA 10, and then uh, to the right of it we've got the 2020 Donruss Travis Kelsey downtown, also in a PSA 10. Beautiful cards. I bet these in hand. I bet these are gorgeous cards. I'm one of the few, I don't know, maybe it's, maybe there's more, but I like the the Donruss downtowns better than the Donruss optic downtowns. I feel like, I feel like getting tens in the Donruss, which is a paper product, right? This just has the foil treatment to it. This has got to be a much harder tent than the optic. Probably. probably, Yeah. You you can see that surface. You can see every imperfection on that surface. If there is one. Well, that is hits from the shop or card for actually we went old school this week and went card card from the vault card from the vault. So, um, before we move to crazy stat of the week and we wrap things up, uh, I did want to mention and you see it in the if you're watching this, it's in the right hand corner. Tops hobby rip night. Um, don't forget that we're doing a traditional sort of OG trade night uh, at the shop February 24th. That's a Saturday, and that's in conjunction with Top's Hobby, Hobby Rip Night. Um, yep. You know, Josh, you and I have not talked about what sort of live break we're doing then, uh, but I know that um, that we're, we're looking to plan on doing that. Um, it's on it's It's on the Facebook page as an event. Let us know if you guys are going to be there. Uh, we want everybody to show up uh, and have a good, a good hobby night that night. So just wanted to throw that yep. out there. Yeah, we're gonna have some uh, giveaway stuff that night. I've got uh, some products set aside at a doorbuster type price. If you like uh, some really cheap hobby boxes, come by that night. Maybe win some stuff, hang out, have fun with the community. Five to eight. February 24th, Saturday. Fantastic. And if you and guys, if you've made it this long through the episode, thank you. Uh, leave us a like, subscribe, comment, 
And uh, if you're catching this on uh, on any sort of podcast app that you're using, leave a review. Let us know how we're doing. Jacob, we, well, are we before, round things we, out? Before we do crazy stat of the week, Jacob's going to throw my stat up there on the screen and we'll look at it together. Uh, shout out to uh, Curry's Collectibles in Greensboro. That is actually where I'm headed right now. Uh, I'm friends with the guy that owns that shop and we do a little little product swapping every now and again and i love to go up and look at his shop and uh so that's where i'm headed and he's got an awesome shop if you're in the greensboro area uh swing by and check him out all right well here is your crazy stat of the week and we should almost call it the barry bond slash tony gwynn stat of the week because it's tony gwynn once again uh and this week's stat says they you know the infamous they so they recorded the last 22,682 pitches thrown to Tony Gwynn. He swung and missed at 3% of them. Okay, I got to do the quick math on that. Hold on. 22,682. Let me just let me just do the It's quick not math. many, that's for sure. Not many. 3% is what that he is- swung and missed at. 680 times he missed. Yeah, it sounds like a lot, but it's out of 22,000 pitches. That's that is a crazy stat. And Tony Gwynn and Barry Bonds are full of them because that's how great they were. And it's not like those aren't even like batting practice pitches, those are pitches from the likes of Greg Maddox and Randy Johnson and all the other professional pitchers in game. So, yeah, I thought. That one came across my feed. I thought, well, that's that's too good not to share. All right. Well, Josh, safe travels. Hopefully we get connected later this evening. Jacob, thank you for producing and moderating. And guys, thank you for being here. And we'll see you guys next week. Oh, dear. Woo!